Welcome back, everyone, to the Dicer Destiny podcast. I'm your host, DM, and creator of this world, Cody Yunker. We hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's meet our player characters. Hey, guys, it's Tristan, and as usual, I'm playing Zask, and uh, hopefully whatever we have to run into here, uh, I am a UNT pureblood, so hopefully whatever we encounter is a little easier than what it takes for me to stub my toe. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm playing Eric Blackstone. When in doubt, disengage. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, guys? My name is Brady, and uh, as always, I'm playing your favorite nerdy, soon-to-be-dead bard, Arwen Tillabrick. Natural 20! In a world filled with dungeons and dragons, We follow the story of three unlikely heroes who find themselves in the midst of a plot to take over the world. Unbeknownst to them, what they see as small adventures for simple coin and glory may have a greater impact on the world at large. As the tale of these adventures unfolds, will the dice favor fall upon our heroes, or is it their destiny to fall to the evil that awaits? Will they be looked at as heroes throughout the realm? Or will whispers of their deeds strike fear into the hearts that their tales fall upon? Join us and see, as we know there is 20 sides to every story. When last we left our heroes, you guys had made it to the huts. And this is where the magical boat and skull man brought you. And then he dropped you off and said, she can get you, she can summon me to take you back. You guys encountered a massive flower of corpses. And now you went and fought a gas spore and seemed to inhale, or well, Arwen at least, seemed to inhale some of its fumes when it blew up. And it's got a slight cough. It's uh, not initiative anymore. You guys can continue to progress if you would like. <coughs> Arwen, are you good? No, what's what's all going on, man? <coughs> Let's be a little bit further away when we kill the next one. Uh, yeah, you, you, you sure you're good? I'm good. You sure? You sure? Uh, all right. Well, I just sound like you now. Uh, kind of, but... Uh, Indistinguishable. Okay, I'll just go get rid of this other one. All right, so are you guys going to fight the next gas spore? I uh, think just Zask is. Okay. I'll, uh, Valve Amity, uh, stabby stab this one if I can. All right. Ten uh, feet away. You can stabby stabby. And, uh, go ahead and attack. Make an attack roll, please. That'll be a 12 to hit. Hits. Alrighty. And this thing explodes That's... in okay. a puff of gas. <laughs> and you do not take the poison damage, but I still need you to make the constitution saving throw, please. Very well. 15. All right, 15 is the same you rolled last time. And you are seem to not inhale any of these spores as this thing blows up. It is dead. What do you guys continue to do? I want to check on Arwen. Is he getting any better at all? Or It's only been a couple minutes. His cough seemed to let <coughs> up. He's all right. not coughing as much. And what do you guys continue to move? You move into one of the huts, or... I don't see why not. I start going towards one of the one of the first huts. I tentatively walk towards the hut, but don't get too close. Okay. Uh, you walk to the hut. There's the doors right away. You enter the hut. It smells miserable in here, uh, even worse than outside. I plug my nose. Zask, you again. <laughs> No, it wasn't me, I swear. And uh, what would you guys like to do? I guess perception. Is there anything in here? Uh, Go ahead. I guess I should describe the room a little better to you. That's a perception's 13. It seems like somebody's living quarters. (laughs) There's a bed, a makeshift bed in the center of the room. There's a desk that somebody seems to be that they would work at. Um, there's a small desk sit box sitting on the desk. 
and then throughout the rest of the room there's some like raggedy clothes hanging up in spots uh, can <clears throat> arwen make a insight check to see if if he would link the fact that maybe the these three huts are the three sisters and then the big one maybe would be the mother uh you can make an insight check <clears throat> 17 17 uh you definitely believe that this would be like a room for one of the sisters you could de you discern that guys i think that we may be in their living quarters as in the sisters that we're looking for i mean, I mean technically uh, we couldn't be in the living quarters because one's dead so uh, well there's a chance well we're in the Deading quarters, then. Ah, yeah, that makes more sense. I would like to do an investigation check at that desk. Okay. You walk over to the desk. Twelve. You can't find anything useful except for the little wooden um, box that's sitting on the desk. I would take like to <laughs> investigate that. You don't have to investigate it. You can take it. You can open it. Does it look dangerous? Uh... It's got some runes on it that you don't know what they're really for, what they would describe. You can't tell that, but other than that, it looks like just a little box. It's like almost like one of those pencil boxes we have size. I would like to go uh, about 30 feet back. Okay, you go to the... That would put you basically outside And of mage the room. hand open it. Okay, your spectral mage hand floats in across the room. And goes, and it's just got a little flip latch, and flips it up, and then it kind of springs open, like it's on springs, and uh, what would you like to do next? See what happens. That's what happens. What would you like to do next? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's... Well, being the fact I'm still in the room, I look over at the box that he was messing with. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, you see three vials in the, in the box. Uh, one vial has a green liquid in it. One has a purple liquid in it, and another one has a gray liquid in it. I refer over to him and says, It looks to be like a bunch of vials in there, Eric. Can I do an arcana check on, to see if I would know? With You can do an arcana check, but I, it's going to look like just vials. Uh, you, you can do an arcana check to see if you can glean any additional information, but it's going to be a high save. That would be a uh, 14. They look like just vials of liquid. Well, I I have no idea what these are. The only true way to tell what a potion is, is find someone willing to taste it. Well, I may know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do have a uh, potion gal over at the, you know, that far grove with the eye. Well, We are meeting know. up there, but... Why know what I am sure these things are? They're ours, so I'm going to take them. <laughs> okay. You slither over to the desk, you shut the cap, or the box, and you shove it in your cloak. What else do you guys do? That's about, that's uh, all you guys find of value. Like I said, everything else is dirty. Even a, even a really poor peasant probably wouldn't even wear the clothes in here. Yeah, I'll start making my way over to the other one, staying on the outside edge okay. of the walkway. I follow uh, behind, keeping idea. a very safe distance from the guy who always goes down. <laughs> <laughs> you open that door, and it's almost a spinning image, same setup as the other hut. Same dirty clothes everywhere, uh, cloaks, everything's torn, everything's covered in grime, smells terrible, just like the other hut. Basically, like I said, basically spinning image of the other hut, uh... What do you guys do? Is there a desk? Uh, there's a desk at this one. I would like to investigate the desk. Okay. I would also like to do an investigation, but I'm specifically looking for um, red red ink or, you know. Okay. Eight. Eight? Uh, you do not find anything at the desk. While you're shuffling through what little bit of like scraps of paper and things, you knock over a vial. And out spills this thick red liquid onto the desk. Is this what you're looking for? I would like to... 
<laughs> I would <laughs> I would like to put some of it on my finger and put it on my tongue. Okay? And uh, wow. you do that and it tastes like blood. <coughs> is that what your ink tastes like too? I'm pretty sure this is blood. But this does look like the same consistency as the uh, the letter. I think we're on to something. You have the ink on you, right? I do. Do I pull it out and is it the <clears throat> same can, consistency? You can pull it out. You pull it out and kind of swirl it around. It looks like the same consistency. Do you taste that too? No. <laughs> All right. Zask, you're <laughs> up. I, can, I guess if you really want me to. <laughs> is there any money in this room? Can I scavenge around a little bit? Um, You scavenge around and you find underneath the bed... There's a little box, and you pull it out and open it, and it's a healer's kit. Oh, nice. sweet. Um, you should hold on to that. <laughs> I should. <laughs> or somebody other than me. Well, then who's going to heal me when I go down? I will. But you'll probably already be down. <laughs> Give it to Eric. I'll Eric, you want this healing kit. I'll hold it. Here you go. <laughs> all right, and that is all you find of value in this room? To, to the next hut, shall we? I don't see why not. Let's go. So far, it's been a pretty good little scavenge hunt here. Yeah, wh- These people, they live nastily. Okay. Uh, Nothing it's... but dirty water here. Gross. Yes, I can't wait to burn it all. <laughs> and as you approach the next one, you get... Oh, we're going to the big one. Halfway across <laughs> the uh, ledge that goes over to the next hut. And out of the door, a kind of shriveled up uh, lady walks out. She's got purple skin, long hair. She's got a red uh, dress on. And she says, What brings you to my huts? Um, actually, uh, you do. What can I do for you? We're, on, we're in search of some... People and children that have gone missing in this, these, these swamps. Oh, that sounds terrible. Come in, come in. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll follow you in. And Why, Grandma? What pretty eyes you have. <laughs> <laughs> she brings you around and opens the door. And when you come around the corner, you see what appears to be two more of those same spores that you killed over on the deck. Yep a little bit further down from the entrance to the door. And she walks in, and about that time you let off a nasty cough. Um, as <coughs> Yeah, perfect, right on cue. And then uh, she says, Oh, it looks like you could use some soup, young one. And she goes over to her pot and starts stirring almost something that's over a fire in a big cauldron pot. And you guys walk into the room. And she says, oh, do please shut the door behind you. Um, I, I prefer fresh air. Thank you. Be polite and shut the door. Is it push or is it pull? Push. I, I pulled it. It's broken. <laughs> do a strength check. Do a strength check. <laughs> it's broken. I pulled it. Do a strength check. See if you break the door. You're a paladin, not a barbarian. <laughs> yeah. 13. You do not manage to break the door. Okay, I, um, I pull, I pull, I pull it hard. <laughs> uh, do we shut the door? Do you guys shut the door? Excuse me, ma'am. I am very claustrophobic. I am very scared of enclosed spaces. Come in, come in. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm very scared of enclosed. Uh, Eric, Eric, it, it it'll be okay. I think she's hard of hearing. I think that you're hard of hearing. Come on in. Do you guys all enter the room now after you've tried to shut the door? Do you shut the door or do you leave it open? Are, are there any windows? There's windows throughout. Look, there's like three, probably. Do you want me to shut it? I guess, I guess I'll... And with that, it. the door shuts behind you guys. Do we hear... Click? <laughs> no, you don't hear anything lock or anything. It just, it just shuts. Um... This room is much bigger than the other huts, and there is still the same stench. It's got all the same feelings of the other rooms, 
There are more chests and cabinets, some of them open with more cloaks and ripped clothes and um, rotting food. And then there are, there's a nice big bed in here that's been made very nicely with ripped up sheets covered in dirt and grime and mud. Uh, a couple candles lit around the room to shed a little bit of light. There's a couple workspace desks here versus just the one. And, uh, yeah, she goes over and she scoops up, looks like a green slop that she puts into a bowl. And she comes back over to Arwen and hands it to Arwen and says, This will make you feel better. And hands it to you. Be polite. Ah, uh, th uh, thank you. <coughs> As you can tell, I <coughs> came down with something while I came into this area. And I, um, I'll do a... What can I check what I do to test Medicine this soup? check. Medicine. Or wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to identify the soup. So you cast identify on the stew soup stuff that she hands you. And it has a strong um, sense of enchant and school of enchantment magic on it. Does this have any mushrooms in it? Ah, uh, yes, there's mushrooms all over that I gathered. I'm I'm very apologetic. I I'm allergic to mushrooms. Oh, so you turned down my gesture. Maybe one of your friends is not allergic, and she gestures to you to and asks if you would like her soup. Is there any meat in the soup? Yes, dearie. I'm so sorry. I am vegetarian. I Meat does not agree with me. <laughs> Is there any poison in the soup? <laughs> Why would you ask such a thing? Well, just, uh, there's there's mushrooms and nasty-smelling stuff everywhere. I don't know if Nasty? I'm... You call my living quarters nasty? No, I'm talking about outside. This, your kind, humanoids, they're so ungrateful. And she reaches over and grabs the soup from you and goes and just throws the whole bowl into the cauldron. I'll eat the bowl. <laughs> I, I swipe my brow. <laughs> Tragedy averted. <laughs> All right. Um, so you say you come here for information. Yes. Uh, that, see, I'm sure you're familiar with the towns around you. I do not deal with people often. Exactly. And right now they're going through a very hard time. You see that... People are going missing and acting very strange. And no offense to you or any of the people here in this swamp, but all signs lead to this being the indicator of, well, the wrongdoings. She turns to you and glares. Uh-oh. It's been good knowing you guys. <laughs> you come to my home and accuse me. How dare you? And at this, I would like a perception check from Eric, please. Six. <laughs> Six. Okay, that's all I needed from you. Um, did we all sit down at a table, or are we? Did we? I'm assuming we came into the room more than all standing in the door. Right? Is yes, uh, no. <laughs> anything Pip could do that relies on sight, hearing, or smell? Uh, hearing. Because he has advantage on those types of things. Sure. He, uh, he can make a roll. Perception? Yep. 16. 16. And how does Pip relay information to you? Through a series of barks and growls do you understand these barks and growls well with i would say to some degree not like he he, he can zooms, alert me he to zooms danger. over to the door and like circles the lock area of the door and then what do you guys continue to do the lock area of the door <clears throat> yeah like where the lock is he just kind of circles around there a little bit she doesn't seem in a hurry to hurt you guys. So, she does seem very displeased with your manner of accusation. He can telepathically simple ideas, emotions. The door is locked. He heard it click lock. I mouth 
to my companions, the door is locked. Well then, I cast silence. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do whatever you need to do to cast silence. Is there any rolls or does it just work? No, it just works for the duration. No sound can be created within or pass through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage and creatures are deafened while inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. And with that, it is going to be initiative with the cast of that spell. Arwen. <laughs> Good thing I got to cast in. Nine. Zask. Sixteen. Time for you to do some stabby Here. stabby. Seven. <laughs> so. so just remember, if you get within that spear zone, you can't cast any verbal spells. <clears throat> she got higher than you guys. Okay, so you wow. cast the sphere, a silent sphere, and you guys all manage to be just on the outskirts of it, and it doesn't compass her. She is going to use her movement to get 30 feet closer to you guys. With that, it is Zask's go. Well, before I run into there, I'd like to say, oh, hey, guys, look, she's coming to us. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'll proceed to stabby stab. Alright, you move up to her and surround her and stab at her. Oh yeah. Valvemini bonus action and let us say 24 to hit. 24 hits. Seven points of piercing damage. You deal seven points of damage to her. And do you have anything else you can do? I do not. All right, it is Arwen's go. I will cast Bane on her. She needs to make a charisma saving throw. Woohoo! Charisma! She is a charisma son of a wrinkle. Five. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume by now you know how Bane works. Uh, I don't need to. Oh, yeah, I have the D4. Got it. All right, with that, it is everything you can do or gonna do. Mm-hmm. Eric. I would like to cast Burning Hands in a way where I don't hit Arwen. You are doable. You can just get it in between Arwen and Zask. I don't care if I hit Zask. Okay, well, you can get it in without hitting Zask. I, I, doesn't, okay. I can create the pocket, gotcha. so it so you doesn't. cast it. It's going to hit the hag. And then make a dexterity saving throw. Do I have to add the d4 to this? Yes. Ah. Dexterity saving throw. That would be an 18. But instead, it is a 14. That fails. Okay. And oh, it will yeah. take 8 points of fire damage. Right. She takes 8 points of fire damage. Ouch! But you don't hear that. <laughs> and uh with that it is the hags go and she is going to take and move 15 feet to get behind arwen and she appears to go invisible do i get to an attack of opportunity yes that's 20 oh let's boy. go Again. Um, Nine plus six is 15 points of piercing damage, and I'll slap a uh, divine smite on top of that with right. a spell slot. Does that take two d8 that, damage? What is that? Uh, do you need to use your voice? That's a no. good question. I don't believe I do. Not to, get, not to use divine smite, you just expend a spell slot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Six and six. An additional 12 points of damage. They were D8s? Yes. 12 plus 16 so. is another 28 points of damage. Nice. 
<laughs> and with that, it is Arwen's go as she seems to be not happy and why she bolted out of there. Oh, wait, sorry. That was her go. Zask, it is your go. But we, she's invisible, you said? Yes, she's now invisible. Once she moved past you, she went invisible. That was dumb on her part. She should have went invisible, then moved, because mm. you would have had disadvantage. Ah, yes. But she couldn't cast the invisible. Is the door so. appear to be opened? Uh, no, the door's still shut. She's just standing between him and in the doorway, basically. I see which direction she ran, though, correct? Yes. Oh, wait, yeah, she disappeared. I guess I was stabbed to nothing. <laughs> okay, make an attack roll with disadvantage, please. If I have enmity, I get the advantage, so just straight through. And Good that is you. a 15 to hit. A 15 misses. Oh, good heavens. I uh, did not tell me to be bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> With that, it is Arwen's go. I will turn around and I will use a first level spell to cast Fairy Fire. And so she must make a 20 or a dexterity saving throw. Right. I hate this Bane thing. Uh, what save? Dexterity? Dexterity. So that would be a 13. But instead, it is a nine. <laughs> you roll fours a lot with I Bane. I do. <laughs> uh, okay, so she fails. So she is, um, basically, she's in lit in a blue yep, color. Glow, a glow. Outlined. And she no longer benefits from being invisible. Yep. And I will give a bardic inspiration to I to my friend, Zask. Eric, yoga. Ah, yes. Thank you. Can we see her now, then? You can now see her. There's this outline of blue, this bluish-orange glow around her. I... Turn towards her, and I cast Burning Hands at second level, okay. and I can make sure that yep those two are untouched because it's at a second level, and we are going Dexterity saving throw from her. I hate this. Boom, baby! He rolled really bad ten, or she rolled bad ten. Fails. I rolled if a one though on the D four, so fifteen points of fire damage she takes 15 points of fire damage oh. and this time you hear her as she screams out in pain from the fire damage she just took and with that it is her go if you're not going to do anything else uh pip is going to give advantage to zask okay i do already have it with alpha amenity as well then it will be arwin Oh yeah! <laughs> and at at that, all of a sudden she turns into a little worm and drops down between the cracks in the floor down into the swamp. I get an attack of opportunity, correct? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> but the worm is glowing. The uh, worm is. How long does that last? They shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. It's up to one minute concentration. Okay. You see this small little worm sink down, and it seems to go straight down for quite a while into the swamp underneath and starts to move, like, in the north direction. What do you guys do? How far it away is... is it? What? How far away is it from us? Uh, it's about Don't get 20 feet down, so the pedestals are about 10 feet off the off the swamp, and then she's probably another 20 feet down into swamp, so, so at least 30 feet down in. I mage hand her. You mage hand her? Yeah. <laughs> I mage hand and grab the worm. You mage hand and grab the worm, okay. And I bring it up. <laughs> okay. You are going to... I Can the mage hand go through... Solid or through service. It's a spectral hand. Okay, then it can, and it brings her back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Great play. And do I get an opportunity? And to I put it right in front of his ass. <laughs> and that would make it her turn, because Ooh. you would have skipped his ass and Arwen's go for you to be able to cast Mage Hand. I okay. I, I held I my hold, turn. <laughs> it's for one minute, so I hold it where she cannot escape. Okay. All right, that was, that's a good move. I'm not gonna lie. It's her turn. It's <laughs> <That is> beautiful. <laughs> and on her turn, you're done, right? Yep. Okay. On your turn, she casts gaseous form and turns into a mist. 
but I've gotten no opportunity attack at all throughout that whole process of her falling away and everything. No, cause she just she was in her spot and then she just fell to the ground as a worm and then kept just straight down. Like there's logically you wouldn't have had an attack. You would have been attacking the floor by the time she flew. That's okay. Sure, <laughs> attack on the floor. So now she is a gaseous form, and she's gonna use her movement to go down. Through the cracks again. Keepers. Do I get an opportunity attack on the gas? Uh, sure. Okay, cool. I'll give you an opportunity on the gas since you didn't get it on the worm. And she continues to oh, I go. I do have advantage with. Yeah, I don't hit. She continues to go down, and now she, this gasish form is mingled into the water. I don't know if it can. If that's if it can't, it stays floating on the water. And it's she like moves. a mist. Yeah, she moves across the top of the water in a mist form. And she is now 10 feet down, 20 feet. She is underneath some of the dock. Mm-hmm. She moved towards the violet fungus that you guys saw that tried oh, to attack man. you, the big trees this time. And with that, it is Ask's go. Are we still in combat? Yes. Unless you choose to not pursue her. You can try to chase after the gas. Does the door unlock? The door? Yes. Go ahead. Go to try to unlock it. I'll try to and unlo- try to open the door. It is locked. Ugh. Is it an inside lock? You could lock from inside or outside. I'll, I'll unlock it then. <laughs> okay. I unlock the door. Okay. With thieves' tools, or it takes. Requires- no, I just unlock it. It's an inside lock. Yeah, but it still requires a key. Ugh. I, I will. Can I break the door? <laughs> you can break the door. I or I could unlock it with my thieves' tools. Uh, you broke one last time you did that. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I still have some more. Go ahead. Uh, just, I'll, right. I'll give. I'll give. So Eric, Eric, my turn. Eric and all right, Eric, it's your go. You thieves tool the door. Yeah. What, what do I add to that? Uh, again? Sleight of hand. Can Pip give me advantage on I my check? These thieves tools might already give you advantage, but I that I do not know. What what'd you roll? I rolled a thirteen. That's enough. Oh, okay. It's a simple lock. It's nothing fancy. I didn't break it this <laughs> you time. You had to get an eleven. So oh, good. You successfully unlock the door, and you open the door, and there are two gas spores sitting right outside the door. Ladies and gentlemen, do I have a deal for you? Now, how about instead of spending fifty gold pieces on a handle of jack? 10 on a pack of Paul Malls. Why not five gold pieces a month to join us in our D&D addictions? So go join our Patreon and we'll see you there. Zask? I mean, you guys are within range, so I'd recommend backing up. I back up. Can I, since you kind of skipped my turn, could I have backed up? You wouldn't know, but you can back up because how we're going to play this, I don't know if it technically works by the rules, but how we're going to play this is Zask asked Eric to come open the door. So therefore, I'm going to let Eric and Zask go on Zask's turn because it's not too important. So it is your turn and then it'll be the hags go. All right, I'll back up into the middle of the room. You are now in an area of silence and it is... The hags go, and you guys can't see anymore now where this hag is because you're inside the building. So, for all intents and purposes right now, I'm pulling that marker down, and it is Zask's go, and there are two floating... Would I assume that these things are immune to poison? You would assume. Oh. They're fungus. I just have my movement speed to walk around them after I step out the door and bump the balloons out of the way. And I will grab my 10-foot spear and stab them. Seems very hard to move these things. Is You'd think floating they'd move easy, but they seem to be pretty good at staying in their spot. Interesting. Well, I'll shish kebab them then. All right, you attack the first one. Oh, that's a nine. Nine hits. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it explodes in a puff of gas. Good, I rolled a one. Um, I need Zask to make a constitution saving throw, please. And I need Eric to make a constitution saving throw, please. 19. Zask 
18. And Eric, you both manage to hold your breath before it pops, and you don't seem to suck in any of the spores, and you appear to be fine. Mate, oh, I can't say anything. <laughs> did I shish kebab both of them, or did I just, just the get one. one? Just the first one. Ah, poop. Are you done? Yes. All right, it is Arwen's go. So these guys see a dagger fly. <laughs> it flies by and does a uh, eight hit. It does. <laughs> you hit it, and it does enough piercing damage to puncture the gas spore. It blows up, and I am going to need Arwen. Not Arwen, sorry. Eric and... Yep, both of you to... Fifteen. Bask. You succeed. Eleven. Uh, this time, you did not expect the spores because they came flying in through the holes in the wood and you take yourself um 12 points of poison damage ow and are you start to have that same like fluff on your tongue taste and it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) and uh you start to have a cough and stuff kind of the same stuff that eric (coughs) or sorry arwen was dealing with and combat is over it's been about an hour now between all of the interactions here since you guys encountered the first gas spore and i am going to need arwen to make a constitution saving throw for me please you're still weird <laughs> 13 um sounds good nothing else happens for now <laughs> with that oh, no. what do you guys decide to do um i'll i'll investigate um let's pursue the water. her stew area where she made the soup see if there's anything vital to our information that we're looking for there did you drop concentration yet yeah <laughs> okay so it's not silence anymore you go start to investigate the room go ahead and investigate I don't find squat. You're looking around the room and you're kind of coughing and gagging and you can't really focus while you look. You finally just give up. You're like, eh, it just looks like the rest of the rooms that you guys have encountered. Does anybody else want to? Can I look at the, did it have a desk in there? Yep. It had a couple desks. Uh, can I, can I look at each one? Yep. Um, and like we've talked about before, this investigation, when you guys investigate a, when you guys are investigating for something, like when you're looting per se, you guys can each make investigation rolls for I, find stuff. Twenty one. Twenty one. All right, you find um a couple burnt letters that should have probably been just totally burnt and discarded. Uh one, it, all that's left is Bone Lord on the bottom, a signature. And then the other one, you can't really glean any information from. It's just kind of burnt off at the corner, so you're just catching a couple little letters here or there. Uh, nothing of value. And then you do find a small chest underneath the one, and that hat contains 50 gold pieces in it, 115 silver pieces, and 30 copper pieces. And then you find... On the other desk, you find a, another vial of that same ink-looking red ink and quill. Arwen, found something for you. Ah, uh, yes, I will I will carry that. Want to taste it? No, thank you. So now I have three vials mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, two and a half, because one's, one's half spilled. a dumped. Yeah. And that's about all you guys get. Not about that is all you find of value in here. There's paper. There's different um, like herbs and stuff that obviously they she's been using for cooking or creating potions or all that jazz. What type but of herbs? You you wouldn't recognize like what any of their names are, but you can tell from the way they're stored and chopped up that they're used in potions. And I wouldn't know from my experience in potion making. No, I would take the herbs. You guys want to take all the... I do want to take the herbs. Okay. You this could make a fine tea. <laughs> okay. You May I ask what's stuff. under the bed? You, you look under the bed, kit. 
and there's not a healing kit. There's actually <laughs> uh, nothing under this hag's bed. Ah, so. she's boring. What about under her mattress? <laughs> is there a diary, perhaps? There is not. Damn so, it. what do you guys? What do you guys make of this? This didn't give us any information into our investigation. Well, we learned that the hag is scared. I'm pretty sure that must have been the mother. Yeah, we should ask her name. I but kind there's of... this letter that only signature is Bone Lord, so the Bone Lord is communicating. I would imagine to the mother, and then the mother is communicating to the sisters. That would be a logical conclusion. <laughs> Does well, that make sense, Sask? Yes, it makes sense. At least we know that uh, they are all part of the same thing, you know? I'm guessing the Bone Lord is the one causing these afflictions. I would have to say you are right. Now the question is, is where can we find the Bone Lord? The next question is, without her, can we get back from the swamp? You think we can get a ride from that frog? It was quite cute, in a certain point of view. I would say that we probably leave this room and we go make sure there's nothing in here. The last hut. Okay. You guys do that? Yeah. I guess, and I'll keep an eye out for that worm along the way. But while, do we feel, like, comfortable enough to maybe have taken a short rest? I don't know. Do you feel comfortable enough to have taken a short rest? Personally, no. No. (laughs) Okay. I I feel very uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, then I guess we'll go to the next hut. All right. You guys move to the next hut. There's nothing blocking the next hut, blocking your guys' entrance into the next hut. And as you enter into that hut... There is three desks set up in a triangle, and there's a cauldron in the middle of that. Mm. And then there are different uh, boxes and crates and barrels, uh, like storage area. That's pretty pretty easy to recognize. Um, what do you guys do? Like a broken record, go for the desks. <laughs> Twelve. You don't gleam any information that seems useful or helpful all the desks are actually empty so it doesn't really make sense there's no drawers in these they're just like a table basically and there's nothing on them but you would know from since you're a wizard and you you cast spells and stuff obviously um each desk would be for somebody else to participate in a ritual using the brazier in the center the cauldron brazier in the center is there anything in the cauldron? Uh, it is actually burning with a green flame. And that is all. There is no source. There is no source in the cauldron for it to burn. No wood. Nothing. It's just sitting there with a continual green flame burning. Can I throw it out the door? You might burn your hands, but... Well, do why don't you use that way... invisible hand? Do you... Th- Think this is a way they could communicate with the Bone Lord? Yes. There's three desks, three of us. Mm. What do you say we try to uh, conjure up a Lord of Bones? I think that is a brilliant idea. But first, shut that door and let's take a short rest. (laughs) (laughs) And I find, I close the door. Is there a lock on the inside? Uh. Yes. I lock it on the there's inside. W- there's one of the ones that you like pull down, the old school ones. Um, Are there windows we can shutter? Yep, you can shutter the windows. There's two windows in this room. I shutter the windows as well. Okay. And you guys are going to take a long rest? Uh, I think a short, short rest. rest. Sorry. Short rest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we go. Uh, Eric, I forgot I needed you to roll a d12, please. Is that the one with 12 sides? Yes. A 12. Oh, wow. no. I don't know if that's good or bad. What's well, I still don't know what my 2 did. <laughs> Plus 3. All right, so that's going to be a 17, you said? you Or, sorry, you rolled a 12 plus 2. Plus 3. 3. Ah, 15. That's where I got the 17. That makes sense. All right. So, 16. you <laughs> 
Okay, Zask. <laughs> you, guys, you guys complete your short rest, and you guys look over, and you see Arwen looks very, very pale and almost slightly greenish to affect. It's very sick. He has a very strong cough. He's got a wheeze as he breathes. And <gasps> just man appeared. You are suffering from the poisoned condition. Uh oh. Um, what exactly does that mean? A poisoned creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Zask, do you know how to help him? I <laughs> I, I touch know, him. <laughs> I know nothing about that healing. Well, well can we do can we do the you? benefits of a short rest first? Yes, but you I, do get I, the so benefits of the short gonna rest. What's going to happen to you? Well, it looks like he's the sicker of the two of that's, us. That's very true. I'll uh, I'll. What do you what do, what do you what do you figure out, Arwen? Arwen, what are you figuring out? I'm just doing the benefits of a short rest, quick. Oh, you all oh. get the benefits of a short rest. You gotta be kidding me! Don't fill up all the way if you can. Because I have Song of Rest, so oh. um, if you if you regain any hit points at the end of the short rest, um, you get an extra one d six. Oh, so without that doesn't cost you anything to roll. Are we all rolling that? Yeah, mm -hmm. as long as you gained at least one hit dice. If you at least if you rolled at least one hit dice. I do have to say, although I don't feel good, I also have no strong abilities left if we do conjure in the Bone Lord by accident. Ooh. I have uh, one first level spell and one second level spell. So. Well, I can. I maybe can... we could just talk to the Bone Lord. Yeah, I'm sure he's a very talkative fella. No, I meant through the cauldron. Like, maybe if we drop some blood or some of this nasty I goo. Lift up the three vials that I have with blood in them. <laughs> or do you have some parchment? Like paper? That is what parchment is. I have some plates. <laughs> We're not going to throw a plate. I'm wondering. Oh. Okay. Do we write a letter, put it in the cauldron, mm. and maybe it magically? Well, I did grab their quill and their um, ink, and now I'm assuming I grabbed some paper. Yep. You have ten sheets of parchment. Let's let's write a letter then. You guys write a letter. What would you like the letter to say? I say, Bone Lord. We have infiltrated the sisters and mother. And we are here to stop the killing and disappearing of the innocent children and people of Fairgrove and Fargrove. Is there any deal we can make in order for this to stop? Signed, your death wish. Before you send that, <laughs> can we write another one? Where we disguise ourselves as the mother, and then as I'm saying that, I use my action to turn into the mother okay. with the hat of disguised self. Okay. And then we make a deal with him. <laughs> right. Well, I guess if you like that letter better, we can use yours. I very much like that plan. We will survive. <laughs> All right, we can use his. All right, so you take your letter. You have it wrote in the blood ink. You sign it, the mother. Mm-hmm. And you lay it in the cauldron, and it burns up and disappears. It all burns up. There's nothing left of it. And... You eagerly await, I assume. How long do you guys sit there and wait for something to return? One minute, two minutes, five minutes? We have nothing better to so do. You're going to sit here until something happens? or if, so if we sit here for eight hours, we just get a long rest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you guys sit there, you guys are there. Do you, do you want me to heal you? 
Uh, I'm not right now. No. So about ten minutes later, you guys see that the fire starts to flicker, and the a paper appears in the fire, and it starts to get charred on the edges as it sits there. What do you guys do? Mage hand it out. There you go. You cast Mage Hand. You pull it out. It kind of smolders. And the letter states, I do not know who you are, but you are not the mother, because the mother would not communicate through the Hag's Coven. I send my letter. Signed, (laughs) your death. I send my letter. I don't know if that's the best idea. I put it in the flame. Okay. I would just put it in. It. And we wait another 10 minutes or so. All right. How long does this disguise last? I started to stink. It disappears just like the first one. Um, and then this is a lot shorter. About a minute, minute and a half later, you guys get another parchment and it's just signed. The Bone Lord. That's it? That is it. Do you have a pencil? We can... I turn myself back into myself. Okay. Uh, where we can maybe uh, etch to see if there's anything that he wrote prior to that piece of paper. Sure. And you do your little scribbly thingy. And nothing happens. I know what you're talking about because I, I know how to, Yeah, nothing happens. You don't yeah, get any. He didn't make a mistake shadows. or used a notebook. Hmm. This guy's uh, legit. I do have an idea. And about that time, the fire, Shut, s- fire s- goes out in the cauldron. Oh, yes. never mind. My idea is gone. Uh, were you going to jump in there? Yes, I was. If it teleports the paper and the letter, I mean, why can't we just go to him? Well, then. I mean, this is eerie. I I think that we're at a standstill here. Maybe we should try to communicate to the non-intelligent pink blob of fungus. Its intelligence is less than three. I can tell you that. <laughs> we walk. I walk out to the pink thing. All right. Do you walk within five feet of it? Gosh, no. I'm not stupid. <laughs> or ten feet of it. I mean, <laughs> I walk within ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you walk up and you start observing the fungus, and its tentacles kind of reach out, but it appears that it can't really go much past about 10 feet um, as vines kind of shoot out towards you, but can't hit you. While he's doing that, I'm going to have Pip kind of stay in that room to make sure to alert us if anything happens with that cauldron. All right, he'll come out and let you know. I guess I will do a history check to see if in my worldly studies I've ever encountered such a tree or heard of such. Okay. 22. A 22. You have touched on fungus before very briefly. You didn't really appreciate the gravity of the studies. Oh, gosh, no. And, uh... You do you know that there are different kinds of funguses in the swamps. That's about it. Some have different powers. Um, while you're studying that, it kind of jogs to the memory. The Shriekers, it's a mushroom-like fungus that tends to scream out when um, hostiles are within the area. Mm. And then this, fun- this particular fungus is just a, just a fungus that is a very aggressive fungus doesn't really it's stuck to the ground doesn't move around you can use this fungus and plant it like transplant it but it's kind of a hard process to do because you have to get close enough to rip a piece out basically by its roots and plant it in other places so they can be transplanted um but as for gleaning information it's literally just a fungus yeah i tell the guys i say uh i've read about this it's useless. Let's move on. How much do they weigh? Well, look at the thing. Well, looks can be deceiving. This one's going to weigh quite a bit. More than 10 pounds? Definitely more than 10 pounds. <laughs> I want to rip it from the roots. There's also, like, you wouldn't know this, but I'll let you know. There would be, a like, 
proper storage and transportation and movement. Like to get I want there. it to die. I say we try to burn this whole place down. By all means. You guys start to try to burn the place down? May I, guessing it's probably going to be too damp, huh? Does it look flammable? Uh, I mean, it's just wet and damp, and I mean, you can probably burn some of it, but it's not just going to like, ooh, catch on fire and poof, spread across the whole thing. It's going to be a process to try to burn this thing down. I spam cantrip firebolt. <laughs> All right, so you guys start to use torches and fire. You manage to get like the huts to start up and up in flame. It's a really smoldery fire. It doesn't burn hot. Um, the planks start to catch on fire, and the fire moves in. The some of the fungus starts to shrivel up and fall over. Like I said, it's it's a long, slow smoldering burn. It's probably not going to completely burn up right. by itself doing this. It might even put itself out. Um, so do you guys stick around till as much of it burns up as possible? No. I'd like I'd like to make sure this tree goes gone too. That's um, just me personally. Yeah, it's where do you guys light the fires? Do you light them in each of the huts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, you light them in each of the huts. So those burn up. It does end up eventually, I'm going to say it's going to take over an hour at least for this to uh, smolder. All right. And I'll throw the brazier at the tree too. You guys are willing to spend an hour or two here doing this? I mean, I wouldn't spend that much time doing it, but... Make sure we got a good flame going, and then... Okay. After about an hour, Arwen, you can't even stand up at this point anymore. You've gotten so weak that you that you guys are paying attention to the fire, and about the time you turn around and say, I think it'll take care of itself, you guys see that Arwen's on the ground, and he doesn't. he's not even capable of standing up. At this oh, point. use five points to lay on hands to cure him. Okay. I'm glad you guys were willing to do something within an hour. Or two. <laughs> um, you guys, you are not dead. Oh, that's outright. nice. Yes. And you are now cured of the fungus disease. And you're back to yourself. I feel very much better. Do I gain five hit points then? No, that's what was used to cure gotcha. just the poison and the disease. Yep. Or so, I'm assuming, it was it one poison? What? Was it one poison? It wasn't any poison. Just a disease? just a disease. Okay, so yeah, you're cured of the disease. Um, didn't, <clears throat> now that I'm feeling a little better, didn't Eric suffer similar fate? It's been, you ha You don't feel, you still got that little bit of, like, a fluff in your tongue, but you don't feel any of the effects. I have a moldy it. tongue, but that's it. Well, then I guess we'll see what happens. So, how are we getting back? That is an excellent question. Let's call Mer over. Okay, you do that. Mer, Durr. can you bring the boat? And nothing appears to happen. I use my action to disguise myself as the hag. Mer, come here. <laughs> and nothing. She does. Mer does. You don't hear any kind of response. Nothing. This is poor service. Imagine I, if there was somebody out there that could safely get us across the swamp. They would be a hero, almost a legend. But unfortunately, I don't think I know anyone like that. <laughs> as you guys, <laughs> as you guys stand, the fire starting to kind of smolder out in spots, trying to figure out how you're going to get back. It is evident that Murr um, is probably not coming to your rescue. How how deep is the swamp? Nah, how deep is the swamp? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'll take my ten foot spear and it completely disappears into oh, the swamp below. Oh goodness. I didn't I didn't throw it. I just Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's yeah. what I mean. You can completely make it disappear into the swamp. And you can only see about six inches to eight inches down into the swamp. Can I use my mage hand to see and I feel like magical resistance. I don't think that don't, mage hand works like that. Don't you don't you have some kind of um walk on surface? 
What do I look like, a druid? Oh, yes, wrong campaign. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, do you guys jump into the swamp and make your way? I, I don't think I could swim through this. I can't even swim through regular water. Well, I'm probably better at this than riding a horse, so... <laughs> Can I ride you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably not. I don't, I don't know. And while you guys deliberate where and how you're going to leave this hag, hag's huts, we are going to end it here for the night, and we'll come back next perfect. week, and hopefully you guys will have figured out how to get across. No, not perfect. We're stranded with mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello there. Armin Tillebrick here. Say, have you heard of this Dice or Destiny podcast? I sure have, and I must say it's quite immaculate. And for the low price of five gold pieces a rotation, you can receive exclusive content as a Patreon member. And according to my calculations, that's a better deal than you'll find anywhere else. See you there.